the forces with me. I'm going to force the forces with me. Hey everybody, guess what? It's Thursday night again. Welcome to the GNN Cantina Happy Hour. I am David, your host, where this is the place where we talk Star Wars, Star Wars, and nothing. Well, I don't want to say nothing but Star Wars because we do go on tangents once in a while, but that's okay. It all circles back to Star Wars and we get it there. With me as always is Debbie. How are you this evening, Debbie? I'm good. I'm glad it's Thursday because it means tomorrow's Friday and that means the weekend, so... Uh, tomorrow I have the day off. I'm having my, my final shot in my back. So three day weekend for me. So this mm -hmm. is my Friday, my Friday night. I'm enjoying it. Nice. Also with us tonight is Cam from Cam and Focus. How are you, Cam? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm going to get a shot in the back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> are you excited? All kinds of thrilled, all kinds of thrilled. Yeah, I guess I, I can see it in the face. I can tell that you're just ecstatic about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, it's yeah, whatever. Anyway. So we're talking star Wars tonight. We're talking visions. We've got episodes four, five, and six of the new season. But before we get into visions, there is some, uh, breaking Star Wars news, I guess is a good, good way to put it. It was, it was released, I believe this afternoon. Um, that the Galactic Star Cruiser, which is the Star Wars themed resort in both Disney World and Disneyland, is closing down, I believe they said by September. So it will no longer exist. You can no longer go stay in a Star Wars themed hotel for $2,000 a night per person. Sorry about that. I, I'm sorry. Now, you're going to have a lot of people until we until we here at GNN get an official word as to why it closed. We're just going to leave it that it's closed. But you'll be there'll be a lot of people out there that are saying, "Hey, guess what? We called it. We knew it was coming, and here's why. Here's why it happened." And blah blah blah. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know squat. So until we get an official word. We'll have an official word. You can unsubscribe from them and carry on. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the videos and articles to start going around. What would that say? Like, uh, you know, since that Star Wars hotel is mostly sequel trilogy themed, they'll be like, oh, this is step one of Disney decanonizing the sequel trilogy. Oh, I'm just waiting for somebody to start blaming Kathleen Kennedy for it. <laughs> it's Kathleen yeah. Kennedy's fault that it failed. Just too freaking expensive. The average Joe Blow camp can't go that, i would love to go i was so excited when they announced it because i was like oh you know maybe me and the kids can you know go down there and and check it out and experience it and when i seen the prices i was like mm, no it's not gonna happen it. i can't justify two thousand dollars a night i'm sorry i, I no. think they i think they one of the articles that i was reading said that um for a family experience so it's like Husband, wife, or husband, husband, wife, wife, whatever. I don't know what your family situation is, but 
the family experience, the two partners, and I think two kids was a little over $6,000 per night. And that's no, that's not per, that's, that's, I was going to say, that's not, that's not per person. That's for the whole group is like around 6,000 per night. Now. Yes, you're right. If you do Disney, right. If you do Disney world, right. And you stay at the right resorts and you eat at the right places, you can take a family of four for a week for $6,000. So when you say two days and it's going to be $12,000 for two days, Hey, you got two days at star Wars or two weeks at, Disney, I think I'm gonna go with the two weeks at Disney. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I can, I, I can still take all that money and enjoy a nice Star Wars experience, just not in the hotel. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's not like Galaxy's Edge is shutting down. This right. is this is just the hotel. So, I mean, yeah, obviously, none of the Star Wars stuff is going away. It's just that hotel, and there's no. There's no official word for it, although I have seen on Facebook that since they're closing in September, that the hotel will now be used for a spirit Halloween store. (laughs) That's the thought. I think they'll close it down and redo it to be something else Star Wars-y. There was one... Um, I read two or three articles on the situation just because I was kind of curious as to why they did it. But apparently one of the spokesmen, and I think this was a Washington Post article, one of the spokesmen said something along the lines of, we want to be able to do this again, but on a grander scale. Like right now with Galaxy's Edge, I think it was 100 rooms basically. And, you know, that's all the, the uh, that's all the, the people that, you know, that, that it would take on a given day. So you only have 100, well, 100 rooms worth of people. So it's not, not a whole lot. So they're wanting to do something bigger now with where they can accommodate more people. And my guess is, is that Galactic Star Cruiser was a, like a test run. Here, can we pull this off? Can we do this? And it wouldn't surprise me if, in the near future, we saw more stuff like this from Disney. Maybe not necessarily Star Wars themed, but a themed kind of hotel to where it's uh, you're you're living in an immersive experience. So wouldn't surprise well, me at all. I mean, if if they wanted to do something with that hotel, I mean, they can still make some kind of interactive Star Wars experience with that. You know, I mean, just off the top of my head, like like. Uh, like a Star Wars themed, uh, like escape room or something. Have have every floor of that hotel be some kind of new challenge, right? But oh, that would be kind of cool. I get, I'd, I'd go to that. I'd do an escape room, a Star Wars themed escape room. Yeah, you know, have a awesome. a glitchy protocol droid trying to give you hints, but every time it gets to the good stuff, it starts to glitch out or something. I mean, come on. There's so many things they could do with a hotel building. Yeah, yeah. So, plus I like escape rooms anyway. Luke and I did one a while back, and we had a blast. So, they're they're a lot of fun. Go do an escape room if you have a chance. It's good stuff. So, anyway, I think the whole point of that was 
here's some Star Wars news. Galactic is shutting down. We don't know why. And anybody that tells you that they know why and they have an inside source, unsubscribe for them from them. Don't listen to them. They're probably lying. Or they're probably getting their info from Mike Zero or 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 uh, Doomcock. So anyway, there it is. In a nutshell. The scoop of the day. The scoop of the day. Scoop of the day. I should have a graphic. Do, do, do. Scoop <laughs> of the day. So uh, this this uh, we got the next three episodes of Visions. Um, all three of these are still I'm I'm still really enjoying Visions, um, which is a far cry from well I say a far cry I still haven't finished the first season of Visions. How's that? I'm, I'm like six episodes in, but I've watched. I think I'm like. One episode from the end of this one. There's nine, right? Yes. Yeah. See, so, yeah. That's okay. I'm almost done with these ones. But th- these three were, were exceptionally good. The first one was called I Am Your Mother, which it was uh, this Ardman Studios. I believe those are the same people that do uh, Wallace and Gromit. And it was just kind of, it was silly and funny and heartwarming. It had nothing to do with Jedi or the Force or even really the Empire, really. I mean, it was just people on a planet. It was just a planet worth of people. And it... It was, like I said, it was funny and silly, but it it dealt a lot, too, with uh, there was some, some, uh, what do you call it, like after-school special, oh, I don't like my mom, she embarrasses me, and then mom shows up to help her win the race, and oh, well, I guess you're not that embarrassing, ha, 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 and everybody. Typical teenager stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, there's nothing there's nothing spectacular about the story. It's ridiculously cookie cutter. You could watch any given teenage special on Disney or Nickelodeon or just anywhere, and you'll get the same story, exact same story. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's basically a it's basically a goofy movie with Star, with Star Wars characters. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a goofy. <laughs> uh, so. It's 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 one of those ones where I don't like to I don't like the way my mother is, but I'm just gonna I'll go with the flow, and then all of a sudden, mom's turns out to be a lot cooler than I thought she was. And oh, I love you. And I did like the droid in this one. I thought the droid was amusing. It was like a slinky dog R two <laughs> unit. Yeah, I mean, you you could tell that. I mean, but besides just the the claymation in general, but you could tell that this particular one was made by the people who made Wallace and Gromit. I mean, the, the humor was actually really spot on with this one. That there were a couple of moments that had me like it had me cackling. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. They actually got Dennis Lawson to, and they did. Yes, Dennis Lawson. Wedge. Dennis Lawson comes back as Wedge. That was a. That was a. That was a nice surprise. Lovely little Easter egg. So, I mean, he did it in 
Rise of Skywalker, but this was good too. So we enjoyed that. Yeah, definitely a far cry from the five syllables he had to say in Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Good shooting, Lando, or nice move, Lando, something like that. (laughs) Nice flying, Lando, I think is what he said. Yeah. Underused, an underused cameo. Maybe he got the uh, the the Brad Pitt treatment where they just had to give him a coffee. <laughs> All right, but I'm only saying one line, <laughs> and I'm not being in a scene with anybody. I'm just by myself. One line <laughs> by myself. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna record this for my living room. I just need a green screen. Now I would like to see. Well, that being said, I wouldn't mind seeing a season two of Obi Wan. Kenobi with Wedge Antilles father played by Dennis Lawson because just because just because Ewan McGregor and Dennis Lawson are related and it would just be kind of neat to see them together so it, it would be but that but then we also saw you know old man Wedge in, in the Rise of Skywalker so if Dennis Lawson were to show up in season two of Kenobi looking like that, I can, I can, I can see, I can see well, the articles going around. Is Wedge Antilles a clone? No, 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 no. That's what, that's why I said. You make him Wedge's like father or something like that, you know? So there's, okay. Yeah. That could be Wedge's dad. And they just kind of look the same. So anyway, all that aside, next episode was journey to the dark head. And this one was this one was an anime one. Mm-hmm. Um, Studio Mir M M I R. Am I saying that right? I believe so. If if you're if you're out there and you're watching and I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. I'm sorry. Anyway, Studio Mir. This was a this was definitely a um, an anime. Uh, the this again it was another one of these sith and young jedi fights a sith i think we had one uh was it the first or second episode well the, the first one was that samurai you know fighting the sith yeah yeah uh, and then you had the one like two or three episodes later where it was the uh the sith twins yeah yeah uh, yeah I think the elder was the one where the young kid fought the Sith, but I think the young kid lost. So anyway, uh, but basically, it's this little girl, and she's—well, I say little—it's this girl. She's a, a monk of some kind, uh, a seer, and there's two statues, and one of them represents good, one of them represents bad. When it rains, there are visions portrayed on these rocks and they're they are there learning how to interpret the visions or saying what the visions mean now this happens uh during the jedi sith war so this is like pre everything yeah. so far yeah this long is shot. old republic type stuff yeah yeah so uh they're they're obviously the war between the jedi and the sith is still raging um they send a little Jedi Padawan to go with her. I, I guess he was a Padawan, yeah? He didn't have a braid. 
So I don't know. Hmm. He just is a young Jedi. A young Jedi. We'll say that. My goodness. Phone is going nuts, and I don't know why. So anyway, this young Jedi goes with her, and of course the Sith shows up. William's in the house. Hey, William. What is going on? Go ahead and say it. Hi, Debbie. Yeah, yeah, we know you're going to type it. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? The price of gas. The price of gas is up. The price of of just about everything. (laughs) There it is. There it is. Whoop, there it is. So anyway, um, we had another Sith with another mask, which, again, that's I, I, I pose the question: If you're your ringer has good timing, I know, right? So we have a Sith (laughs) who's got another mask, (laughs) um, and. I mean, this one was just, there was one one thing in this, and I, I tend to see it in a lot, a lot of the anime that I have watched, I haven't watched a lot, and my knowledge of anime is very limited, I, Dragon Ball Z and Ninja Scroll, and that's about it. Oh, man, no, 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 um, what was that one? There was an old show back in the 70s or 80s. Um, what was it? We're off to outer space to save the human race. Oh, I, I have no um, idea. Starship something. Battleship something. I don't remember. Anyway. But that's, like I said, that's about the the the, the height and depth of my... my but it, there's this one scene in it. When the the monk lady they they they're on the ship and they're headed to the heads and she's prepping up and she's getting ready for all this stuff that she has to do and she says something about uh I don't even remember she said something and he's standing there he's standing and he's leaning against something and he's just looking down you don't like having a Jedi here do you or something along that lines you have a Jedi here with you now you know that right and they always they every enemy i've ever seen that trope is used to where we don't want you here but you're here anyway and you're just too cool for school so you're gonna stand there just look cool and stare down at your feet and i can handle anything kind of thing and i'm just like oh god you're killing me with this well but well because every anime has to have that one cool male character who is super broody and Angsty, uh, angsty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, that that is a good word. But that there there was one moment in that that really. So so that episode as a whole, I mean, I, I thought it was okay. The animation was great. Uh, oh, yeah. the, the, yeah. the use the use of lighting with the lightsabers, fantastic. A plus for that. But that the, there was one moment that I really rolled my eyes at. You know that uh, she's she's driving the speeder and the Jedi and sit there fighting on the back of it. And, and she's like, don't worry, this is all going according to plan. It's like, 
You had no clue there was going to be a Sith here who's going to try and sabotage you. What the hell makes you say this is going according to plan? <laughs> this is all it's all part of the plan. And she and she didn't she didn't even say it in like an ironic way. Yeah, yeah. You know, she she seemed really self-assured. I was like, really though? Well, but but oh, uh, devil's advocate. Maybe uh maybe she had seen a vision. You know, she's looking at the rocks with the visions on them. Maybe she kind of knew that that was happening. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not. Or maybe it was just poor writing. We don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Know. <laughs> maybe she is having Star Wars visions. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, again, it's it's another anime. Anime is not really my cup of tea. I mean, it is. It's 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 fine for what it is. It's not like I hate it, but it's not like I'm going out of my way to watch it or read it. I, I do like that they kind of had the the Jedi. I, I I can't remember his name. Honestly, I have no clue what his name is because it was pronounced like six different ways. Yeah. Um. Uh. I liked that they uh, that they did a lot to show he was how he was kind of skating between the light side and the dark side um mostly through his uh his eyes his actions the tone of his voice i thought that was pretty well done yeah uh the the flashback scene i thought was extremely effective actually yeah oh that that was the other trope that they used where he's staring at him and he's going i'll kill you yes (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, a a lot of anime is very much say don't show so but exactly. that, that, that's just kind of par for the course. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially, uh, and I'll I'll throw this in, and this is my knowledge right here. When you've got Frieza, and he blows up the planet Namek, and he says, "In five minutes, this planet's going to explode," and fifteen episodes later, it still hasn't exploded. And it's like that is the longest five minutes I have ever seen. Holy cow! <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Oh, let's see. Oh, hey, Grant, how's it going? Woo! Droids were uh, were successful. I'm operational. How y'all doing? What's brewing in the cantina? Just caught y'all. Been a while. Glad to be here. Missed everyone's debate and humor and chewy. And I ain't seen visions yet. Go watch it. It's Grant, it's it's surprisingly good. You're not missing anything, Grant. <laughs> Abby fight, does not fight, agree with fight. I, I'm just, I didn't say it's like the best thing ever, but it's, it's, it's kept my attention. It's better than resistance. Anything. You can good. argue, you can argue with me on that one. I don't, I don't think anybody's going to argue with you on that. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't watch rewatch visions again so it's pretty much on the same level for me i think i am gonna go back and finish the first season at least so just just because now i'm i'm roped into it so finish the first season of resistance oh man you're no not not resist (laughs) oh shoot myself in the head (laughs) bad idea horrible idea don't mind spoilers. <laughs> Darth well, Vader Grant, dies at the end. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> it's Star Wars. 
I know. I mean, I love Star Wars, but they're, you know, I just love some more than others. And Resistance just isn't in that category of stuff that I love. <laughs> I mean, no. I, I watch all Star Wars pretty much, so I'll watch it once, but there's just some I won't touch again. So I couldn't even finish Resistance. How about that? I, I got finished about, it, so at least I was, you know, committed. I finished I got it. A, I got about halfway through the second episode and said, nope, I'm done. I tried, and I, I did that twice. And I was just like, okay, I've given this two chances. I can't, I just can't do it anymore. So It's kind of like that droid story arc in Clone Wars. Yeah. You just kind of got to skip over that one. I do. I skip over it every time because, well, except for the very last uh, episode of that arc because uh, then it gets into uh, a clone that has amnesia or whatever. That's the only episode I'll watch. But yeah, and and it, it comes to find come to find out. I seen an interview today with George Lucas, and that's his favorite arc of the whole Clone Wars with series. the droids. Oh, good that's lord! What he said. No way! No, 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 no! That that, that that's got to be some kind of fabrication or something was taken out of context. I I I can't, no, I can't believe that. Whole interview on he, Who the, said that? The Bite guy zero. Asked, no, no, it was an actual interview. Um, I mean, you could see the. The, I don't know who the interviewer was hmm. uh, and George Lucas. And they asked him, you know, which, what's your favorite? Oh, was, Filoni was there too. Oh. And um, I forget what guns. Filoni said, but I was really shocked when George said, yeah, the, the droid story arc and the interviewer was like the one where they're in the desert. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, hell is that? reminds me of that one thing I did. <laughs> it's just like, Come on. I hope he was joking, but yeah, it didn't look like it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, can, you can hope. Um, And speaking, Cam, you said something about Darth Vader dying and it, it sparked something in my head. There was a book written many, 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 many years ago called uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Mm -hmm. It is very obviously no longer canon. I don't think it stopped being canon when empire strikes back came out but it was written right after a new hope it was the continuing adventures and the mind's eye was a crystal that amplified someone's connection to the force and luke and leia were after it and darth vader shows up because he wants it too and of course fights ensue and darth vader dies at the end they push darth vader down a big pit and he's gone. And it's like, woo, we won. We beat Darth Vader. And that's because they didn't know if they were going to make another Star Wars movie. They're like, oh, we got to kill the bad guy off somehow. So let's do it this way. So, and then Empire happened. And you're like, eh, don't work no more. Well, if it, so, so if that story were made into a movie today, there would be a post credit scene at the end that shows Vader climbing out of it. Yeah. Or using the force before he hits the bottom and kind of floating himself down and then just floating himself back up. So <laughs> watch, watch, he's gonna do a superhero landing. Superhero landing. Superhero landing. Looks so good, <laughs> but horrible on the knees. Horrible. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So Grant, we are talking about visions. Last week we talked about episodes one, two, and three. Today we're on through four, five, and six. 
Was there anything else with episode five that just stood out? Debbie. You know better than to ask me. <laughs> but Debbie, we know it was your favorite. No. The episode four was probably the only one I liked out of these three. Really? Yeah, the, the Wallace and Gromit one. Yeah. Hmm. Out of these three? Okay. Uh, well, uh, probably all the six that we've uh, seen. Uh, uh, oh. and, and honestly, I had to think about it for a second because I was like, what? What was episode six? And I, I legitimately could not remember. And I just watched it like two hours ago. I I, I was having issues with it too because, I, like I said, I meant to watch it again uh, this week before the show, and I just didn't. I didn't have time. And uh, wait, I was getting ready for the show last night. I'm like, I need to watch these again. What what was that? Have I seen that? episode six have i even seen it yet because i don't remember it and then i i read the synopsis on it. i was like oh i do remember that one and it was good i mean it wasn't the best thing but i liked the story i enjoyed the animation the animation was very simplistic it wasn't like over the top but also very dynamic there there were some yeah. sequences that actually reminded me a lot of don bluth the uh, the dance scene with the where she had the I guess the robe or whatever she was wearing was like big the wings shawl. and everything. Yeah. I mean <laughs> whatever it was, it was. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed yeah, it. It was like Circus Soleil or whatever you call it. Cirque de Soleil. Cirque de Soleil, yes. Lame. Uncultured. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't like You this. uncultured swine. Um, yeah, redneck from Indiana, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey Debbie, I'm on board with you on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm uncultured as well. Uh yeah, I I I I didn't like the style. The storyline was interesting, but well, what when it opened up and we uh, we got our first look at the um the two stormtroopers who were kind of like ushering people in there. I saw I saw the design of them and I was like, oh no. Oh, this is gonna be a bad one. And, yeah. and I, it, it got a little easier, easier to stomach as it went on. But it was it was like that first episode with for me, the one with the uh the the painter late the, the girl that was a painter yeah. and she was a former Sith, and I was just like, Oh, this looks really bad. And then as it goes on, I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I, I understand where they're going with this. I, I, yeah. I, I get it now. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't like the over exaggerated bodies. I guess you know, with the really big chest and then you know, toothpicks for legs and, and they have that's one. the way people look, isn't it? <laughs> then they had the uh, one stormtrooper who was obviously overweight and i was like when have we ever seen a really overweight stormtrooper at comic-con <laughs> <laughs> i mean in the, see him all the time. <laughs> or in the series <laughs> just just don't walk past him too closely hold your breath if you do i mean they're usually around the same height and you know they're all the same type of body Right, right. And I, I don't mean that to be offensive. I'm just saying that once I seen that, that just kind of just threw me out. I was just like, ah. 
I think what I think what really took me out of it was, uh, you know, well, when she, you know, slips up during her dance and the in the big fight starts and everything, you know, that, that they make a huge show of showing that she has, you know, the big old Assassin's Creed blade coming out of her wrist. But then when the fight starts, she doesn't even use it. No. She, she, just, she, she floats around, she lassos people, she kicks people, but she doesn't use those two lethal swords coming out of her hands. It's the same thing that happened with the Bad Batch. They kept stunning those guys. They are trying to kill you. Kill them back. <laughs> just saying. Thin the ranks, for God's sake. <laughs> There's our clip, Debbie. That I'm trying to kill you. Kill him back. <laughs> cut, that, cut that and put it on YouTube. There you go. <laughs> Roll that beautiful B footage. Roll that beautiful B footage. Uh, Grant says Lego Star Wars Jedi Survivor sets rumors going around. This is true. I have heard the rumors. Uh, there has been one released already. It was, um, or maybe it was a Fallen Order set. It's a buildable figure, and it's the—I don't even—I haven't played the game, so I don't know. It's the little droid that he carries around with him. The ah, BD one. BD one. Okay, so there you go. What was that? Somebody throwing plates at you? That's not me. Was not me. (laughs) No, something's going on in the kitchen over there. I think someone's dying. Of course. (laughs) I think Cam's just sitting there casually. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to go look because then I'll be a witness. It's just too much paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I have heard the, the, that there's rumors going around and I'll, I'll probably end up buying them just because I tend to buy everything. Well, I, I also, and I, I heard, and I, I'm not sure if they're coming out or they've just come out, but uh, Star Wars mech droids does that make sense oh please don't even get me started on that one uh, okay i so, hadn't even heard of that now, now i'm curious no 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 your no reaction no. sold it for me so so what this is these are these are lego sets and um they are they did this with marvel they started it with marvel like last year or the year before last and basically it's a lego mech suit that you build obviously and you and it comes with a minifigure that you put into it and so like they have an iron man mech suit and they had a thanos mech suit and thor and captain america and a few others i i personally bought the wolverine one and i threw the mech suit out i just wanted the figure so i was like i can i'll (laughs) I'll spend 10 bucks and get the figure that's fine I'm, i'm fine with that now the problem with it is is that just up until probably about two years ago, we had uh, build your own army kind of sets. They they were they ranged between ten and fifteen dollars. They came with four minifigures and usually like a, a platform gun or some kind of scenery or something, just depending on where they were. So you get like four or five figures, and it cost you ten to ten to fifteen dollars. Now they have stopped doing the buildable army ones and they have made these mech suits, which are good if you want that one particular figure. 
that one little minifigure, and like that they're doing Darth Vader, a stormtrooper, and I think Boba Fett's the other one. I think I know there's three of them, but they're charging like sixteen bucks for them, and so it's like I'd rather spend the sixteen bucks and you give me a battle pack with a whole bunch of clone troopers in it, or you know, a battle pack with a whole bunch of stormtroopers or something like that. I, w I want something else. So I, I'm there's a there's a big divide in the Lego community about that one. Cause now people are like, Oh, now I can afford to get me a Darth Vader and I don't have to buy a big, big set. And it's like, well, yeah, but yeah. But what about the rest of us? Just saying. Yeah. I, I just happened to see it when I was scrolling TikTok, and my, I, I didn't watch the video very long, but my, my initial thought was transformers. It's, it's, it's a mech suit. And the only way that I'm going to end up buying one of those, or well, let me take that back. The only way I'm going to end up owning one of those is if I happen to get one for like Christmas or birthday. Somebody just says, hey, I, th I saw this and thought of you. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, eh, heh, 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 heh. <laughs> <laughs> throw, it, throw it in the closet. Or, or better yet, this is my free giveaway that I'm doing at Comic-Con this year. Woo! Come oh get this God. one. <laughs> so, leave it in the package. Hey, it's brand new Lego set. Everybody come find me. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. So, um, Iron Man gets the Hulkbuster armor, so Obi-Wan's going to have the Sithbuster armor. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm just like, uh, I, I will not, I probably will not get them. And if well, what about the character? Don't you want the character? And it's like, I've got so many Darth Vader minifigures and so many Luke Skywalker minifigures. And it's just, it's crazy. So, no, I don't want it. Don't need the figure. Stormtroopers, I've got them in spades. So, no, I'm fine. I'm good. I won't buy it just for the figure. Sorry. That is now if they do an R two D two one, I might think about that. Can't you just see his little dome spinning around a Big Mac soup? That would be awesome. Well, I mean, I can imagine it. Doesn't necessarily mean I want to see it. But... Uh, now, now, but that that <laughs> that kind of reminds me then of uh, the Last Jedi when BB eight had the uh, the uh, First Order ATST. Oh, yeah. And he pulled the top <laughs> off of it, and he's walking around on the legs. Same concept. It's not the same. <laughs> that was one of that was one of the worst received Lego sets. Was that one with BB-8 and the? Because it wasn't even the full ATST; it was just the legs. And it's like, <laughs> really? Could you not have at least <laughs> built the head around it? And... You couldn't even have the head that you could peel back from it. Right, right. No, it was just the legs and BB-8. It was like. <sighs> sad <laughs> so sad anyway well oh so so yes the uh i did enjoy i and i was gonna i was trying to find out where i don't remember where the spy dancer came from do you happen to remember oh that everybody spoke with french accents Oh yeah, I think Maybe you're right. I, th I think it was French. I think it's it's French. So, so we shall we'll we'll go with that. That sounds good to me. And, 
it's so hard now for me to listen to a French accent and not think of Steve Martin as the Pink Panther. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was bad. <laughs> Every time Beyonce looks over her shoulder, newspaper. <laughs> I would like to buy a burger. I'm. You're never gonna beat. You're never gonna beat Peter Sellers. I am sorry. I'm. I'm sorry. He was Jacques Cousteau, and that's all we needed. <laughs> and honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I want to go back and rewatch Steve Martin as the Pink Panther just so I have something to laugh at for the day. Actually, there was another one too. Uh, oh, I can't even remember the guy's name. Um, but it was the son of the Pink Panther. Gosh, what was his name? He was in uh, Life is Beautiful. I'm not sure. Uh, hang on, I'll find it here in a minute. Ro okay, I'm going to say it wrong, so don't get mad at me. Roberto Benigni. B-E-N-I-G-N-I. -I. So... And if you haven't, if you it, it it was still bad. Don't don't get me wrong. It was pretty bad. It still was not Peter Sellers, but he was in Life Is Beautiful. And if you get the chance, go see Life Is Beautiful because that is an, an amazing, amazing movie. Love that movie. So go see it. It won Oscars. I mean, it's and that's one of those ones where it won all these Oscars, and I'm like, good. I'm glad it did. That was worth it. That was worth an Oscar. So, what year did that come out? Oh, early 2000s, maybe. I don't even recall that movie title. It was, it, it, it's a foreign film. That's probably why. Oh, it, it's, I believe it. it's, I believe it's an Italian movie. 97. Oh, that's even later than I thought it was. So 1997. Mm. But go watch it. it, it it's it's really really good so i thoroughly enjoyed it i haven't watched a whole lot of foreign films i mean i've i've seen i've seen some like you know uh you know eastern films you know chinese japanese korean i've seen some spanish and i've even seen a couple of french films but uh never seen an italian one <laughs> you've never watched the good the bad and the ugly or um that was an Italian film? Yes, it was. That's why they called it a spaghetti western. It was filmed oh. in Italy. What was I, the, I the, honestly had no idea. And the two before it, too, were Italian. Um, Fistful of Dollars and A Few Dollars More. Okay. That was the, the, they were all Clint Eastwood movies. They were, it was like the, the Lonely Man trilogy or something like that. But Fistful of Dollars, A Few Dollars More than The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Which... Hmm. Again, they were all great just because. And but I, yes, Italian movies. Yeah. And to think that I've spent all these years wondering why they call them spaghetti westerns. And well, they, hey. The answer is just that simple. Look at that. You learned something new at the Cantina Happy Hour. We <laughs> we should have the educational, the EI symbol up on the top of our screen. Educational and, and informative. I can sleep better now knowing that. You have made me a better man for this, David. I was 30 years old when I found out that Spaghetti Westerns meant they were filmed in Italy. Jeez, that is, oh, that is funny. <laughs> Debbie, did you know that? I knew they were Spaghetti Westerns, but I didn't. Oh. 
Jeez, am I the only one that knew that? I didn't relate it to it being Italian. <sighs> and, uh, and I was racking my brain trying to figure it out. I, I, I was like, okay, there's got to be some kind of like inside joke here. Maybe there's a small scene in every one of these movies where somebody in the background is just eating a bowl of spaghetti. You yeah. have to really look for it. <laughs> I was like, could it really be that simple? But no, it was even more simple than that. Grant Grant wants to know how Chewie is. Um, She's doing fine. She's still a little monster and likes to do, you know, every once in a while you'll see her tail go across the camera. I haven't seen her tonight. Uh, she was on my lap and then she disappeared. So she might have went to go sleep with my son. So maybe anyway. maybe she doesn't like visions either, and she's like, I don't want to listen to this. No, she, she, she darted out when we started talking about resistance. <laughs> oh, God, <yeah. laughs> no, God, no, <laughs> no, Mama, no. <laughs> it's a, it's like it's like one of those weird gifts that you'd see where where it's a cat with wide eyes just looking back and forth like. So. Other than that, she's doing good. She's a fat, lazy cat. Crazy. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, do we have anything else Star Wars related? Do we have anything else? Um... Uh, well, I, I have my phone propped up right now on my uh, movie moment Funko of Kylo Ren fighting a Praetorian guard. So yeah, hey. I've got Star Wars stuff. There you go. <laughs> I actually I actually own two Funkos now. How about that? Yeah, what, what, what do you have? I have got actually they're sitting right here. I have got a first order stormtrooper. Nice. No, I did not keep the boxes because I don't care. <laughs> I mean I mean I, I like it. I have I think I have four Funkos. I have Han and Chewie and, uh, well, wait, maybe I have five. I think I have R2 and then I have Ray and BB-8. And nice. I've got, I've got, this is the Darth Vader from uh, the Obi-Wan series. Oh, okay. So Spe I, specifically from that one? Yeah, I, I think it said so on the box. twenty, And it's got a 2022 date on it, so. Sure. I have a Darth gotcha. Vader. Um, Chewie, is that you? Wow. Well, I've seen the curtain move, so either <laughs> I have a ghost or, <laughs> or I'm going to go with ghosts. <laughs> I have a little, um, it's probably about this big, but it's like a mini Darth Vader gumball machine. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. And then uh, uh, my niece, she was at a garage sale or something a few years back. And uh, she got me a, it's actually a bit bigger, or it's bigger. It's a Chewy or Chewbacca gumball machine. It's in the front room, but yeah. I, I have a lot of fungos. <laughs> I have quite a few. I mean, I, I have my entire collection right up here. And the ones that are Star Wars that are readily visible, I see... Uh, I see The Force Awakens, Kylo Ren. I see Luke Skywalker on Endor, complete with the uh, the helmet and the poncho. First Order Stormtrooper, Jin Erso, uh, Jedi Knight Revan. Ooh. Uh, I have three Praetorian guards of the different varieties. I was going to say, are they different? 
All three of them yes. different. Yep. Uh, Bastila Shan, Ray. I mean, I've got, I've got, I've got all kinds. <laughs> if if I had the room, <laughs> I, I would don't... love to get a bunch of of uh, Funkos. But it, well, I I would love to have a, all kinds of Star Wars stuff. But... Uh, honestly, again, not my cup of tea. I I see these like, and I go to conventions and stuff, and I see these guys, and they've got booths. Where it's just like the entire booth is Funkos, and it's like, oh yeah, we we do. And the only thing I can think to myself is, oh well, I think like two things. One, these are really dumb looking, and I don't understand the collectible value of them. But two, it's like this is this decade's Beanie Babies. There are going to be so many of these mass produced that you're going to have people that are that are Cam's age are going to be in like their fifties and sixties, and they're just going to have rooms of them, and they're like. <laughs> selling for maybe a nickel on ebay because they're not worth anything because I, I didn't get mine as as a collectible but i just thought they were cute and i could afford them so i i got i got my stormtrooper <laughs> for a christmas present and my darth vader for a birthday present so i i, I was given mine i did not seek them out <clears throat> well i mean for for me personally um i i guess i kind of enjoy the 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 novelty value of them uh, and, and so, some of these ones that I own, I've seen going on eBay for thousands of dollars. Yeah, well, it was but, like that with the Beanie Babies. Just saying. But um, I, there, there's also the fact though that I like owning something that pertains to something else that I really love. So, so it's a, it's not just hey, I like collecting Funkos. It's more I like collecting things related to this particular thing well mm -hmm. like like most of most of them are star wars but i mean there's also marvel and dc and a, a few other things i mean it's that way it, that way it's more as an expression of my fandom i guess i was gonna say that way you can collect things from all over like with me it's it's pretty much star wars my right. legos my legos are star wars except for i've got the big bang theory over there the just the Sheldon and Leonard's room, and I've got I've got a Marvel setup where I've got a Quinjet, and then the original Avengers and Shang Chi and Wolverine and Magneto and a few others. But um, and then I've got Ecto One and a DeLorean from Back to the Future, and the classic Batmobile, the TV series Adam West TV series Batmobile. So I mean, there's a few of them that I've got that are just like. Do they go with my collection? No. Are they Lego? Yeah. But they also, <laughs> they also, uh, they, they, like, like Cam said, they, you know, these are things that I appreciate. And so I'll have one little something just to have it. There's an Aston Martin out there from 007. I was kind of thinking about getting maybe, and then uh, Dom's Mustang from uh, Fast and the Furious is out there. And they're not, I mean, they're inexpensive. So eh, maybe. Go with my my classic movie cars collection. So, well, I had a mystery machine at one time too, but I got rid of it. Anyway, all right. If nothing else, then Debbie, shameless plugs. Uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, uh, Federation Friday is back, and we are uh, watching. <clears throat> season one of the original series so we are starting with the cage 
which was the original pilot for Star Trek, the original Ooh. series. It did, did not, not did, originally air, but later on, they finally it, put it back they, they, they put it as a flashback, if I recall correctly, right? Uh, it became, I think it became part of the Menagerie because there's a part one and a part two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. That's no, I think you're right. I think you're right. It was part of the Menagerie. <laughs> yeah, so... But and, it and, uh, was the pilot in uh, NBC decided it was too cerebral. Well, look at the aliens that were in it. They had big brains for crying out loud. Well, those look better than the one that was in the uh, second episode, the man trap. You know, had sucker fingers and yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so not that I know tomorrow. anything about Star Trek, though. We're not, no. Trek. So that's tomorrow night at seven Eastern, right? Or seven seven Central? Seven it, Texas time. I think it's yeah eight. seven. Yeah, eight, seven eight, eight eight Eastern, eight. seven Texas time. Whatever Central. the hell you guys Central. are on. <laughs> yeah, Texas time. That's good. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll claim the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> So, yep, I'll be on there with uh, Biscardi and Jeff Dickerson. And I'm not sure if anybody else is coming. Uh, a lot of times, uh, uh, shoot, I can't remember. Victor. I've been there once. So yeah. Maybe I'll find his last name. But um, yeah, sometimes he's on there if he's not off shooting movies or whatever. So. So, yeah, it's usually a good show, and we have a lot of fun. So if you like Star Trek, hop on over to the Geek and I podcast tomorrow night. Very good. Cam, shameless plug. A uh, new episode of Cam and Focus came out on the 15th. Uh, it is breaking down some of, the, uh, some of the ideas of the horror film The Babadook that some people might have missed. I definitely do a lot of in-depth stuff with that. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and watch it over on our YouTube channel. I I have not checked it out because I, and I think I watched the first couple of minutes of it, but then you said something about spoilers and I was like, Oh, I really want to watch the movie first. So right. Right. I, I backed out of it and I know it's on, I think it's on Tubi right now. So it is, I've, it is. I've been meaning to go watch it, but I'm just like, I, again, I didn't even get to rewatch my, my visions episodes. I've been, <laughs> I've been busy. I've been doing things. Yeah. We got yeah, hockey playoffs going on right now and we've been watching games and it's priorities, you know? <laughs> oh, I uh, understand. Grant, Grant is still back on. He has a full set of the Rogue One Funkos. Nice. nice. I have. I have most of them. I have Jen Arso, I have Cassian, <laughs> I have K2, uh, and I have Chirrut Imway. I think that's all I have. Well, that's because Chirrut's awesome. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but Chirrut is awesome because of Baze, and Baze is awesome because of Chirrut. So well, both K2, of those... K2 and Chirrut were my two favorite characters <laughs> oh, in there. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just... Like, too awesome. <laughs> we need a K. We need K two and Andor season two. <laughs> what is, what is he going to have his spinoff series? <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, no. oh boy. Now, now that that is again. That's some more news that's coming out, and this is kind of industry wide news, I guess you would say. Is that 
and or season two has been pushed back due to oh, the, because of the writer's strike. The writer's strike. Yep. Yeah. And I think I saw somewhere that Mando season four has been pushed back as well. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. I I'm hoping that Ahsoka does not get pushed back. Uh, maybe that was far enough along in development that it's. Well, as, uh, Ahsoka's already in post production. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were already finished. Yeah, uh, they're 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 just waiting for August to get here. So yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm hoping it's it's like that. We're like we're already say, done with it. I'd really hope that they wouldn't still be in the writing process so close to release. These poor people yeah, are really. writing the script like, oh god. <laughs> Now yeah. what am I gonna do? We don't have much time to film this. <laughs> they have to film it with the camcorder and edit it the old-fashioned way, where they have the ta- the film rolled out and cut it and snip it. That you know what? The last episode's gonna be live. We'll just do a live show. Yes. What are you gonna do about lightsaber? Nobody's using their lightsabers in this episode. <laughs> just, just imagine the rotoscoping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That TIE fighter looks like it's on a stick and a string. It is. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's it's just two waffles and an apple in the middle. <laughs> We're yeah. on a budget. Oh, Lordy. Okay, next week. Next week on Cantina Happy Hour. This is my shameless plug. We've got Return of the Jedi. Next week is the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. So we are going to be talking about Return of the Jedi. We will be talking spoilers. So if you have not seen Return of the Jedi, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Seriously, come on. Living under a rock or what? I know, right? And if you're new to Star Wars, go watch Return of the Jedi. Just <laughs> The only people who haven't seen Return of the Jedi are the characters in Return of the Jedi. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've got it somewhere. Let me find it. Oh my goodness. There it is. She's never seen Star Wars. Ted, the only people in the universe who haven't seen Star Wars are the characters in Star Wars, and that's because they lived them, Ted. That's because they lived the Star Wars. They lived the Star Wars, damn it. (laughs) Go watch Return of the Jedi and live the Star Wars. Um, Dave Gramillion and I will also both be at Fan Expo next month. Actually, let's see, like two, three weeks, about three weeks away, June 9th, 10th, and 11th. Gonna be a lot of fun. Can't wait. James Arnold Taylor, Ashley Eckstein, uh, Matt Lanter, uh, Hayden Christensen, Somebody else, D. Bradley Baker, bunch of uh, Star Wars related names. That's just the Star Wars related names. You're also uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes will also be there, which that's going to be awesome. Just to, I mean, I've followed Kevin Smith's movies since Clerks, and I've just, I've loved every one of them. So to be in the same room as him is just going to be like, <gasps> that might, that might be one of those starstruck moments. There you go. So, um, Kevin Smith, uh, Jason Mewes, actually all of the cast from Clerks 3 is going to be there. So Brian O'Halloran and, uh, uh, Jeff, what's his name? Yeah, there's a bunch of them. I have never seen any of the Clerks. Debbie. 
He just broke his heart. Debbie, go watch the Kevin Smith. You got to watch Clerks. Then you got to watch Mallrats. Then you got to watch Chasing Amy. Then you have to watch Dogma. And then you have to watch Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And I think then I've you... seen Dogma. Is that the one with the... Uh... Is Matt Damon in that one? Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and... Does he play an angel or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so Dogma seen ones oh that was one of the that's like the best one you didn't realize how hard i had to hunt to find that movie on dvd <laughs> because it's touchstone and touchstone was owned by disney and they didn't want to they they like released it once and then that was it they were said okay we can't we can't do this anymore because we're disney and we don't want to offend anybody and i'm just like oh i had the tooth and nail i had to fight to find that dumb dvd but i have it now and it's mine <laughs> So, Did he do fanboys? No, no. Okay. So I've it only seen one. It one was uh, <laughs> now that was done by the same uh, the the Weinstein's produced fanboys, and I think they did one or two of his movies too. But anyway, so yes, uh, yes, David loves his movies. Uh oh, so here we go. Sadly, only four cinemas in Scotland showed Return of the Jedi for anniversary, so it was home show. Schnugans. Okay, so Grant, to, to be fair, to be fair, in the Dallas area where I live, there were three theaters in the Dallas area that showed Return of the Jedi. And you're talking an area of, I don't even know how many million people. And only three theaters were showing it. Now, there was multiple screens at each one of those theaters, so it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, we can't go see it. But I, I feel your pain, basically. I, I We only had we had three theaters, and if you wanted to see it, you had to drive 45 minutes any given direction. to. Yeah, it, it, it. of course, I live in a really small town, so <clears throat> it wasn't in my area. We only have one theater, so it wasn't even there. So. Oh, so yes, the home viewing is yes. I I, I did do a home viewing. That's the way I prefer it. Home and and in fact, I not only did a home viewing of the the special special editions with Hayden in it, but I also did. Uh, I've got a I've got a digital copy of the Laserdisc edition, so it's the original theatrical cut. And you get beat up next week. I can see it now. Already <laughs> thinking about it. I'm gonna get Yub Nub queued up on here, and we're gonna watch <laughs> Yub Nub, and I'm gonna have the popcorn ready. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a bloodbath. So, so Grant, <laughs> uh, again, Grant, I feel your pain in Snoochie Boochies, okay? Snoochie Boochies. <laughs> and Debbie has no clue what we're talking about because she has no clue Smith what movie. Snoochie Boochie or whatever you guys are saying. Snoochie, snoochie. You are the ones who are the ball leggers. <laughs> Snoogans. Oh, Grant, you disappoint me. God oh, Grant, 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 right on. All right. That's going to be it for us tonight. Everybody go have fun. We will see you all next week here on the Candy Hour. May the Force be with you.